Autobots transform. <laughs> well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 11 of season two of Transformers Prime. It is flying mine. This episode was directed by Scooter Tidwell. It was written by Robert N. Skier. And the last time on Transformers Prime, wait a minute, I'm seeing double. Four Krusties. Five. Five Krusties. Star Screams. Five Star Screams. There you go. And on this episode, the Nemesis is still balanced precariously on a cliff edge. Mm-hmm. We're back with the Decepticons and the ship is down and Megatron wants a damage report. And Treadwing's like, well, everything's broken. It's going to take a long time and a lot of creepy loo to get it flying again. And Megatron decides, you know what, fuck that. Let's just dump a bunch of dark energy on in the car and the power core and suddenly his eyes are purple again yeah i noticed that it's like uh, so it, it kind of this whole thing felt like it was kind of like a flashback because megatron's eyes are purple yeah and the, even just the transition the, the kind of the whoosh kind of thing yeah it, it felt like this episode should have been you know in season one before unicron mm. anyway we have our commercial break and uh, when we come back, Bulkhead is regaling the kids and some of the Autobots with his story about how he grounded the Nemesis. He brought it down. Narcy wants to attack now, now that the uh, Decepticons are down. Yeah. But Ratchet points out, like, that's true, but we're still severely outnumbered, especially now that the Insecticons have joined them. Yeah, really. So Fowler suggests an airstrike, which would be stupid because of the Insecticons. Yeah. And then um, Optimus is like, nope. I want to use the spark extractor. Yep, he wants to do something even more drastic, and I'm thinking there's no fucking way he's going to ask to drop a nuke on the thing, but no, he wants this thing. And uh, That would be the smart move. Yeah, except have you seen more of the worlds? Nah, anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, like, the one from the 50s? Oh, never mind. Yeah, what, Megatron's going to get the flu? <laughs> yeah. He'll get COVID? Yeah, there you go. But uh, Prime does admit to Ratchet, though, like he's not terribly thrilled about the idea, but it's it's come to this. We, we got to do it. So back on the Nemesis, they dump some dark energy on in the power core. And of course, all the lights around the ship. Actually, they don't turn purple. They turn red. All the monitors turn red. Yeah. Everything turns red. Should have turned purple, but it doesn't. Well, uh, I think the pipes turn purple. But yeah, you yeah, see yeah, all yeah. the screens turn red. And then like damaged things just morph back into shape, fully mm-hmm. repaired. Like, okay. Okay. That's how physics work. Yeah. <laughs> and back at Optimus HQ, Ratchet detects a massive spike in dark energon. Yes, this huge purple splotch on the screen. And yeah. But uh, Ratchet opens the ground bridge and uh, in Optimus actually says the entire line. Yeah. Autobots transform and roll out. It's like, yes. Oh, I love it. And Fowler <laughs> was like, hey, I'm coming along because this is this could possibly risk the entire planet. And I'm the human representative on this team. So I'm coming with. Uh, he's the representative that has to bear witness. Like, yeah. yeah. All, all right. Okay. Should have had a little notepad. <laughs> Oh, and also I noticed, so, so yeah, they, they ground bitch right to where the nemesis is, and Fowler's fine this time. For some reason, he's not sick. Yeah, so I guess, you know, you just get used to it or something. Or, or it's convenient. Like, I, I guarantee there will be another episode where Fowler gets sick again because of the ground bridge. Yeah, probably. But as soon as they get there, though, the Decepticon ship has already taken off, and in sound, inside, Soundwave has the Autobots on his face, because of course he does, and the ship deploys all the fucking guns to point at them. Yeah, so Optimus has Bumblebee race towards, and Bumblebee has the spark extractor in his passenger seat, and he says, Bumblebee, go! And all the other Autobots basically play a distraction, and they they give Bumblebee some cover, and they fire at the uh, Nemesis. Yeah, Bumblebee's all set to use the spark extractor, and I really like what he does here, because he's just driving, and then he transforms, and the thing kind of flies above him, and he just reaches up and grabs it while he's still running towards this thing. But then some kind of, like, satellite dish comes out of the Decepticon ship and blasts him, man. 
and he's down. Well, he's not just down. He's like frozen. Apparently, it's a stasis ray thing. He, he's yeah he's like frozen in place hits the ground and then it just kind of becomes a football play where yeah. rc picks up the spark extractor and she goes with it and then she gets stasis zapped and then bulkhead grabs it and he gets stasis zapped and then optimus grabs it and he gets stasis zapped and then fowler's just like fuck yeah, pretty much he sees all this happen and then like the shadow of the ship falls over him and he sees the guns point at him and he's like well so much for christmas in fiji <laughs> okay but then it just flies over him it like it doesn't see him which is a yeah. setup that'll be paid off later but back on the nemesis the uh megatron's like have it pick up the spark extractor and it just keeps flying and the vehicons at the console are like sir we don't control it anymore it's not responding well, Megatron orders them, like, well, override, but, and they try to start typing something, but then, like, the controls zap them, and one of them just falls in his ass. Which is going to become a theme, uh, but then the nemesis suddenly has a voice, and so here's a question. Does Dark Energon just grant intelligence to any electronic or machine? Like, to the best of my knowledge, the nemesis hasn't had an AI in it. So where is this coming from? Anyway, it's coming from somewhere in the nemesis like, everybody fuck off and don't touch my consoles or I'll kill you. <laughs> yeah, the voice kind of reminded me of Malakath in Skyrim when you have to help the orc chief when it's yelling at him like, you're a fool, uh, Malakath, whatever his name is. <laughs> anyway, we have a commercial break. You looking for awnings or kitchen ceramic tiles? Then you should come take a look at Lou's awnings and kitchen ceramic tiles. At Lou's Awnings and Kitchen Ceramic Tiles, we have, among other things, awnings. Currently, all we got is that damn canvas, but it's better than no canvas, and it don't hurt too much when it falls on you. And don't forget about our kitchen ceramic tiles. We offer a wide variety of used, slightly used, and stolen kitchen ceramic tiles and guarantee that no more than most likely half of them will be broken most likely. And if you do get some broken tiles, you give me a call. I'll come by and put them out of the way for you. So remember, lose awnings and kitchen ceramic tiles when you need... Damn awning fell on top of me. What the hell was that? You didn't get the memo from Corpor? No. We have commercials now. Oh, fuck this show. Anyway, um, so the Nemesis... It turns out that the Nemesis is actually really good at decoding things, and it's decoded like... It's got into Project Icon files, and it is decoding the coordinates of where the other um, Decepticon relics are. Yep, because Soundwave's face turns into a map of the Northeast United States, and it's mm-hmm. New York, and that's where the ship is heading. And I like that Megatron says, ah, yes, it's doing exactly what I would have done. And then the ship's like, fuck you, I am not. <laughs> because it's an extension of my will. Yeah. You're not my real dad. <laughs> I found it. I get to play with it first. Yeah. And this is when, uh, like, so- Shockwave, it, we're going to see the rest of the Decepticons get zapped. Like, Shockwave <laughs> hooks all his little wires and cords into the console of the ship to take control, and it just zaps him. Mm-hmm. And the Megatron's finally like, all right, all hands, start unplugging shit. Like, Shut this thing down. So we have like um, knockout and, and is running down the hallway with a, some vehicons and then um, Dreadwing's running down with some vehicons and the nemesis starts creating these laser grids in the hallway. And I really thought, have you ever seen the Resident Evil movie, Paul? No, but uh, this did remind me there's a spot in Resident Evil 4 just before you find uh, what's his name? Oh, what's the Batty McBatterson uh, Sadler where you get to. With the guy that's totally a ripoff of the fucking Emperor from Return of the Jedi. But yeah, 
before you get to his room, there's this hallway with all these laser things. In it, and that's exactly what it reminded me of. And do the lasers cut you into pieces? Uh, if you get hit by them, yeah. So <laughs> that was in the Resident Evil movie, the first one. And it's one of the very few good moments of that movie. But that's what I thought was going to happen. They were going to dice up a bunch of vehicons. No, nah, it just puts them in stasis. Yep. That's it. You're shut down. So then we go back to Optimus HQ and the Autobots are still in stasis. Minus Ratchet. Yeah, he has all four of the other Autobots who are still in stasis, but for some reason, he's got them standing up. I know. Okay. <laughs> Posed perfectly. Uh, and Jack is like, hey, well, uh, if I forget what his reasoning is, but he comes up with if they're, the ship is, you know, viewable or we can see it on radar. Yeah, it's not cloaked. Yeah. Why don't yeah. we try to contact it? And Ratchet's like, oh, that's so fucking stupid. Calling Megatron. Uh, yeah. All right. Fine. Let's do it. <laughs> So back in the Nemesis, uh, Knockout gets to a console. It it, not, it puts him in stasis, uh, and then Megatron runs up to like the power cord core, and he grabs a lever. I guess he's gonna shut the whole thing down or eject the dark energon, and the Nemesis puts him in stasis. Mm -hmm. Everybody's fucked. And uh, back at base, we're really doing this. Ratchet tries hailing them, I guess, and uh, the ship answers the phone and uh, it tells ratchet megatron has been relieved of command <laughs> they're like who is this who is this yes. well you tell me first i'm fucking nemesis bitch and he like literally tells them his whole mission i'm gonna find all the pieces of uh, the relics and the icon blah blah, blah 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 fuck you and hangs up yep and, and any cybertronian that interferes with my mission will be neutralized and mm. then it shows him pictures of vehicons and stasis on the ship and then, yeah, hangs up and Jack is like, well, yeah, Miko's like rude. <laughs> <laughs> and Jack says, well, hey, look, if all the Decepticons are in stasis, why don't we sneak onto the ship and steal the Project Icon files? Yeah. Ratchet's like, hey, that's a great idea. I'll leave right away. And Jack's like, hold on. You're an Autobot. You're Cybertronian. You'll end up just like them. Like, yeah. Did you not hear the message five seconds ago? And then Fowler even points out like the ship could have blasted him, but it didn't. Mm -hmm. And Jack thinks the ship is blind to humans. Which so, it currently. Okay is we find it later so this is pretty good setup payoff and ratchet says okay fine you guys go but here take this oversized autobot usb drive yes. and uh and he's gonna send fowler and then raf is like he's gonna need tech support and miko says he's gonna need backup so the kids are going with yep so ratchet bridges the humans aboard the decepticon ship and tells them they can access the data core from any console because that's really secure <laughs> and uh, they come across the one with knockout and stasis over it and Mika runs over and bangs on his leg, and she says, Doc Knock is knocked out. So that was kind of cool. <laughs> She's, I like her in these next couple episodes, i got to admit. She, 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 I've got good moments with Miko and bad moments. I like her in these next couple episodes. Yeah. But they begin to download a bunch of information. Yeah, I guess Raph can read the Cybertronian language because he knows the computer had decoded two. Nope, make that three sets of coordinates. And they use Knockout as a stepladder to yeah, climb up like to that. the console. Oh, that was pretty neat. And while they're working on this, they figure out that the next set of coordinates are, and where the nemesis is headed is Manhattan. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jack realizes uh, that might mean that the ship's going to have to move some buildings out of the way to get what it's after. First, it's going to take Manhattan. Then it'll take Berlin. Commercial break. To help us in our never-ending battle against the evil Decepticons, we create the incredible Dinobots. Transformers, more than meets the eye. Dinobots wage their battle to destroy the evil forces of the Decepticons, the Transformers. Decepticons attacking! Dinobots, get up! The Transformers, sold separately from Hasbro.
I remember that one when it was new. I remember yeah. that one. So Ratchet tells Fowler to uh, disengage the navigation model module. And uh, when he tries to touch buttons on the console, because apparently he knows where they are, um, <laughs> it just zaps him unconscious. And he falls a good 15 flat on his 15 feet flat on his back. He's fine. And the- fine. Probably cracks the back of his skull. <laughs> Mild concussion. He'll walk that off. It's fine. And the, the computer knows there's some fuckery afoot in a camera comes down from the ceiling and it looks right at them mm-hmm. but it doesn't detect them like they, they don't stand out as anything different which has i i get that it's for the so I guess story it doesn't have like motion detection yeah that's what i was gonna say it should see something moving but anyway there's probably a huge rat problem on the nemesis they haven't dealt with yet yeah. um so the nemesis begins to scan for them and the kids realize yeah it can't see us and ratchet says well not yet eventually it's going to start to expand its search parameters and it will find you mm. So get out of here. And Jack's like, oh, hang on, Doc. Like, there's millions of people in New York City, and we're their only hope. And Bratchett is like, you're out of your fucking element, Donnie. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. There's dark energy involved. And Jack says, well, then why don't we just dump it? Not a bad idea. So Ratchet's <laughs> like, okay, here's the directions of the power core. He's got the schematics of the ship. So they run to the power core, get there fairly quickly, and they find Megatron in stasis with his hands still on this lever. Yep. And uh, Jack realizes, okay, Megatron had the same idea. That's what he was trying to do. And R- Ratchet tells them, okay, this thing can only be operated manually. And Jack asks the other kids, okay, give me a boost. And he uses Megatron <laughs> as a stepladder. <laughs> So as he's up on Megatron, uh, I keep wanting to say Nico for some reason this episode, but Miko and Raph are down on the ground, and this is when the nemesis expands its search parameter, and he sees those two kids. He doesn't see Jack yet. Yeah, she's like, uh, I think we just got made. So I guess she's a gangster. But yeah, the ship starts attacking them, and they hide. He says something like, I'm infested with vermin. (laughs) Yeah. They hide in around the Energon cubes, but uh, the ship moves them out of the way and finds them again. Well, it has apparently the nemesis has an arcade claw grabber that keeps coming after them. And as it's chasing uh, Miko and and Raph, Jack runs out and he's like, hey, dipshit over here. Yeah, and he does like this Matrix style dive through the claw and the thing misses him, but it hits Megatron. It's a cool shot. Which causes Megatron to fall back and pull the switch his hand, yeah and his hand was still on it then he nearly lands on jack <laughs> yeah and uh the dark all the dark energon drains you see like you know earlier in the episode when we saw all the the hallway lights and the computers change color they all go back to the regular colors now and the nemesis loses its consciousness i guess and then megatron falls out of stasis and jack tells the kids ah let's run and this was i really like this because the kids are running through the hallways and and as they're running through the hallways, they keep passing vehicons who are starting to come out of stasis, but are still too groggy, I guess, to see the kids. It, it is a really, it's not really a ticking clock, but it's really good tension. Mm. And they run back to knock out an Agent Fowler, and they left him behind, I guess. Oh, he's And uh, Miko's like, on your feet, soldier! <laughs> yeah, and he's, I forget what his line's here, but it's like back at the, in the earlier episodes when he got zapped. Yeah. I keep wanting to say the five faces of darkness, but darkness rising, um, where he's saying shit like the monkey goes, woo, I like chicken sandwiches or whatever the fuck he says. We stop for pie. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the ground bridge opens. Miko and Raph start like they get under Fowler's shoulders and, and they start carrying him through. And uh, Jack is like, no, I got to get the USB because if we don't, nobody's going to get it. Mm-hmm. If not us, then who? So he runs and climbs knockout again to get to the flash drive, but knockout wakes up behind him yeah and he i forget knockout's line but the 
great. He's like something like, I'm going to do a little procedure on you, hack and slash or whatever it is. And then you just oh, hear that's the next one. But yeah. oh, yeah, he, he just gets up the drill and he's like, uh, open up and say, ah, and then you hear Ratchet going, I'd like to offer a second opinion. Yes. And Nako turns around and Ratchet slugs him, punches his fucking mouth loose. And the Ratchet just grabs Jack in one hand and the flash drive in the other and they book it. And I I, I thought this should have been RC because, I mean, it could have been. But anyway, no, because she'd still be she'd still be groggy, right? Oh, I suppose. Yeah. So back at Optimus HQ, everybody's waking up. They're all fine. Mm. And Optimus, uh, like what they learned from the USB drive is that there are four more coordinates. The Nemesis decoded four coordinates of four more relics. Mm -hmm. And Megatron must have the same information. So they get to get cracking. And uh it ends with a shot of the Decepticon ship flying towards New York. When Ratchet gets the Stasis locked Autobots home, rather than lay them down somewhere, he stands them up in the same poses they were in, lying on the ground. Now, if this were G1, I'd look the other way, because those toys in robot mode were basically statues, and the one thing they were really good at was standing up in robot mode. Except Soundwave. If you had Soundwave with loose joints, he'd be all like slouchy and shit, or he'd fall on his face every time. Like, good luck getting him to hold up his gun, too. Anyway, this isn't G1. Transformers toys have come a long way, and these guys have lots of joints, and you compose them really well. So, experiment time! We haven't had one in a while, and this one is 100% safe, I promise. Get a Transformers Prime toy, doesn't matter what one, and pose him, or her if you have RC, so they look like they just got blasted into stasis and then fell over. Great. Now, without moving any of their joints or limbs, get them to stand up. You know what? I'll even play along. I have the Transformers Prime toy wheeljack right here, swords and everything, so let's just pose him so he's lying on his back after getting shot. Ha ha, there. All right, stand up, fucker. Fuck. Maybe if I put him in that. Oh, no. His leg moved. Maybe if I lean him up against him. Shit. Why did I even get this? Well, here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. The next episode we're going to review is Tunnel Vision. If you want to see two people who can't see the forest for the trees, you can find Paul and I on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. He is at pmcpherson1. Yeah, make sure you rate and review the show on your podcast app, whatever it is you're listening to us with, and tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, I actually have an MP10, which is like the greatest Optimus toy there is so that's pretty cool see you later doc knock is knocked out